Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about talk now. About now to talk about. She's taking care of her voice so you know that she's not going to shout now. I think right now what's on my mind, and I won't stay on it too long because y'all might not watch Stranger Things, but I will tell you this. There's no spoilers happening right now. These are not spoilers, I promise. So you can listen to this. It, it's me wondering something that nobody will know the answer to because I don't think we're going to find out until we see the series finale season five they're doing another season so the you know but there's this character will who is i think she she i think he's winona Ryder's son on the show joyce uh right i believe he's the one that you know l used to live with or l still lives with him sorry so he l's like a sister to him now that uh, hopper was gone and you know, she used to live with him because it was like her adopted dad. So then she went to live with Will and Joyce. Okay, great. So now, again, these aren't spoilers. This is all stuff we know from um, season three, whatever. But my point is, and four, my point is in season three, every boy in the show was starting to be interested in girls and Will kind of wasn't. It's not that he wasn't interested in girls, but he was going to hang in back and didn't have a girlfriend. And it it looked even like when the boys would talk about girls in a hormonal teenage boy way that he didn't even seem to have those feelings. And so there's something that happens in season four. It's literally, it's nothing. This is not a spoiler. I promise. It's just a conversation he has with Mike, who's Mike is dating 11, you know, where it's just sort of the way they have will play it. You know, he looks longingly at Mike and L when they're together and you think, Oh, Either he's in love with L, which I think we've realized he's not. I think they've made it pretty clear. Or, oh, maybe he's in love with Mike. Maybe he's gay, right? That That's the only spoiler there might be is that that's my opinion because they have these kind of shots in season four where it looks like he's just on the outside looking in and he might be just on the outside looking in of a relationship and wonders what's wrong with him that he doesn't want one and he's not even thinking about if he likes boys, if he likes girls. It's really not about that. It's more about not feeling ready to be romantic because he's still just interested in playing D&D or whatever. But so that's what I thought. I thought, oh, I wonder if they're setting us up to think Will is gay. And, you know, part two, volume two of Stranger Things comes out in July. Can't wait. But so far, in the first seven episodes of season four, that wasn't addressed. But he does have this conversation with Mike 
Mike is talking to him about his relationship with Elle. And Will says something in the area of, you know, wouldn't it be great to, you know, he's kind of hinting that it would be great if he could just be who he really was and, you know, everyone would love him. That's what Will's saying. Something like that. I don't remember the exact words. And I thought, oh, oh, I bet he's gay. So I think I'm so smart because I'm thinking I nailed this. So then I read this article with Millie Bobby Brown and... Somebody asked her, do you think Will is gay or is that where this is going? And I know that she can't give spoilers. So obviously she's going to say whatever you say to that. And she said, oh, so Will says, this is the line Will says to Mike. Sometimes I think it's just scary to open up like that, to say how you really feel, especially to people you care about the most, because what, what if they don't like the truth? So I thought, oh, he's obviously gay and he's in love with Mike or whatever. Or maybe he's not even in love with any of his friends. He just knows he's gay and whatever. Okay, so in an interview, somebody asked, you know, the cast of Stranger Things about Will's sexuality. And Millie Bobby Brown said, I feel, um, can I just say it's 2022 and... Um, we don't have to label things. I think what's really nice about Will's character is that he's just a human being going through his own personal demons and issues. So many kids out there don't know, and that's okay. That's okay to not know, and that's okay to not label things. And then one of the show uh, executive producers was like, yeah, I mean, he's just confused and growing up. And I, re I remember thinking, oh, God, Millie Bobby Brown, would you just not be so fucking youngest year of Gen Z for like four seconds? I get it. It's nobody's business what someone's sexuality is. And everybody's fluid. And it's fine. And we don't have to label things. I don't like labeling things either. But this is not real life. This is not real life. In real life, I would not be pestering anybody to tell me what a 14-year-old sexuality is. Um because I know that we are socialized in a certain way as well at certain ages. And you might think you know it at 14 and you might get socialized a certain way. Um, it's, it's always straight, obviously. And then you realize you're gay when you're 18 or whatever. But I'm just saying, uh, yeah, in real life, I know the difference. And wouldn't that be great if there were no labels? But um, it's a TV show. And... The writers are obviously telling us something, which is this kid feels he has something to say and he is afraid to tell his friends. Now, I don't know what that is, but I'm a television writer myself. I'm a television watcher. Weirdly, those two, um, if a show is really good, the fact that I write for TV does not help me out at all in knowing what's going to happen. I don't go, oh, this old thing again. Um, and as a television watcher, I have like the IQ of a poodle. I'm like, wait, where did they go? Why'd they go over there? And the people I watch TV with, which is nobody anymore because nobody can stand it. <laughs> you really, I need to be alone watching TV. Why'd they go over there? People I watch TV with go, I don't know. Okay. Well, I didn't know if everybody didn't know why they went over there or if every, if you guys all knew why he went over there and I'm the only one that didn't know. So I just had to ask. And I do that every five minutes. So 
But the point is, we care about the characters, Millie Bobby Brown, MBB. We care about the characters. We care about the characters and their love lives. And if Will wants to come out of the closet and be gay, we're going to be rooting him on. If he wants to come out and say, I'm confused, I'm not even interested in this stuff, and you guys are, we want to support him. We're just, you set it up as a mystery because I didn't invent, I didn't just out of the blue go, wonder if he's gay. Oh, doesn't have a girlfriend, must be fucking gay. It's because the shots of him looking longingly and giving a speech saying, it must be really hard to be seen truly because what if people don't like, I mean, it's like people. You're doing a show and you're doing it good with all the fucking mystery and excitement. This is one of the mysteries. You don't go, oh, well, who do you think the monster is? Who is the mind flayer? That's like the big central monster that we didn't really, we heard referenced in season four, but like, it's not like big like it was in season three, but still there, you know? And it's like, she doesn't go, you know, I'm not into like labeling the mind flayer, you know, let's just like not label it, just like whatever. It's like, no, dude, the point of the show is to figure out how they're going to get rid of it and who it is and where the fuck it came from. So pardon us if we're also curious about people's relationships, because y'all made a good show. And when a show's really good, you care about the mystery of the weird little monsters. And you also care about the characters' lives, be it love life, family life, friendship life, whatever. So I was just very annoyed. And then I was just reading some stuff about Stranger Things. And again, somebody brought up the mind flare, which again, I hadn't really thought of. It's, you know, if you watch the show, you know what, what it is at least. And I thought, what if Mike is the mind flare? I mean, I don't know how that would make any sense, but this thing does exist under Hawkins. He's a kid that lives in Hawkins. You know, at the beginning, it was like, why is this underworld underneath our town? Uh, is it just because there's a lab nearby? I don't know. But so, and maybe he knows he is, and that's why he's, and you know, is that the thing that that uh, keeps him from having the romantic feelings towards boys or girls? Like, he just doesn't have normal teenage emotions, hormones. I don't know. Now, again, because if you remember, wasn't he one of the first people to get taken by that thing? And then he had the little worm in his head and the blood coming out of his nose. You know what I'm talking about? So... Again, I didn't even think that the mind flare had to be one of the characters on the show. It's just, it's possible because I, I it, that whole concept got into my head from reading stuff on Reddit. Um, so I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts? Do you watch the show? Do you know what I'm fucking talking about at all if you watch the show? I find that everyone I talk to who watches the show, are you fucking kidding me right now? Oh my God, I thought this wasn't recording and I almost freaked out. That's when you heard me, are you kidding me right now? I didn't even know you guys were there. I was talking to myself. Um, okay, it, it is recording. But anyway, every time I talk to someone about this show, I ask them a question. They don't answer it because they didn't really take in what I said because they're on their own trip and then they answer something else. And then I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they're like, oh, that whole thing you just said, I don't even remember that part. And then I'm like, I don't remember the part you're talking about. So hopefully we can be on the same page, but thoughts on anything I just said, please write it in the comments. 
Okay, what else can I talk about in this fun episode? Well, you know, I love talking about UFOs. So UFOs are finally having a moment in Congress. This was on a CNN website um, about a week or so ago, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I hate when people act like Congress can't walk and chew gum at the same time when people say, is this really what we're concentrating on when there's neo-Nazi groups out there and we've got, you know, this to solve and that to solve. And I would say, yes, that's why there are different committees and we can do many things at once. But then part of me is thinking, man, imagine if they did have hearings, because I don't think we're having hearings. Like what if also in addition to congressional hearings about UFOs, we had hearings about white supremacy groups and, you know, the rise of authoritarianism and misinformation and disinformation and, you know, that kind of thing. But I guess like to me, those are the things that are possibly going to end our democracy as soon as November, 2022. Um, and they're literally killing people. Uh, but I guess, I guess part of the reason for a congressional hearing on UFOs is that there has been so much UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena, that, you know, overall, but lately, that it is a national security threat. I mean, if we take away the whole aliens of it all, let's just say, I think it's even scarier is the point if it's not aliens. If it's not aliens, it's pretty scary to think that our adversaries, you know, China, Russia, have these ships, these these spaceships that can do maneuvers in and out of water and cannot be seen on this thing and can do that and can travel and just disappear, you know, whatever. Um, it's even scarier to me that humans that, you know, want to rule the earth have these things. It's way less scary that it's aliens, even though even if aliens are coming to invade us, it's like we really at that point would not be able to do anything. In, in other words, we meet with other world leaders, even horrible people, and we negotiate or we have the kind of wars that we've always been used to or we have trade wars or sanctions or whatever. And it just is scary at the thought of anyone ever being to like super up the ante and turn it into a terrifying world war. Uh, whereas if it's aliens coming down, it's like, oh, well, we never had a shot in hell because we don't have what, like, okay, well then, you know, if aliens are coming to kill us all, then, you know, I surrender spiritually and physically to that uh, concept. It's just too crazy. Hang on. My friend, um, who I'm very excited, he just moved from Manhattan to Brooklyn, just texted me about his new wine glasses. I am disgusted and saddened. This isn't even a big stemless with a round shape. This is a personal attack. I won't put disgusted. I am saddened. You take a picture of your weirdo stemless wine glass that looks like a short fat juice glass. I'm going to write a rude thing back to you on text. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just had to return that text. So CNN. So I don't know. I'm just like, but I get, I get if you're the government, it's like, 
maybe we have a hearing because um, this is a national security threat. And if it's aliens, it's also a national security threat. But I'm, I'm thinking they don't think it's aliens. Uh, okay, so on Tuesday, for the first time in more than 50 years, a congressional hearing is being held to address UFOs or unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, as they are now known. For too long, the stigma associated with UAPs has gotten in the way of good intelligence analysis, said Indiana Representative Andre Carson, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee's counterterrorism, counterintelligence, and counter proliferation subcommittee. I mean, yeah, but you know, counterterrorism, I think we're going to go back to what I'm saying. We need to be having hearings about uh, white nationalism. That's that's the more pressing threat. So I go back to that opinion. Uh, quote, pilots avoided reporting or they were laughed at when they did. Uh, DOD officials relegated the issue to the back room or swept it under the rug entirely, fearful of a skeptical national security community. Today, we know better. UAPs are unexplained. It's true, but they are real. They need to be investigated, and any threats they pose need to be mitigated. Congress openness to talk about flying objects with no known or proven origin has increased exponentially in recent years. The increased interest and ramped up belief that UAPs pose a national security threat began in earnest in April 2020 when the Pentagon released three short videos documenting UAPs. The videos show uh, what appear to be unidentified flying objects rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it could be a drone. Then last summer, the U.S. intelligence community issued an unclassified report to Congress on UAPs that, among other things, detailed 144 UAP sightings or incidents documented by military aviators between 2004 and 2021. The report also included these lines. In 18 incidents described in 21 reports, observers reported unusual UAP movement patterns or flight characteristics. Some UAP appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion, which, whoa, that's what the article says. The UAPs are having a moment in Congress that would be of considerable gratification to the late Nevada Senator Harry Reid, who for a long time was a lone voice in pushing the importance of studying this phenomenon more closely. Reid had advocated for the creation of the secretive Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, which was housed within the Department of Defense. Um... In terms of looking at studying UAPs, he said, we know that China is doing it. We know that Russia, which is led by someone within the KGB, is doing it too. So we better take a look at it. We got a volume of research that was done, $22 million worth of research. It showed that not two people, four people, or six people, or 20 people, but hundreds and hundreds of people have seen these things sometimes at all the same time. The following year, Reed was blunt about his interest this is 2020. I personally don't know if there exists little green men. I kind of doubt that, but I do believe the information we have indicates we should do a lot more study. I mean, I never thought about that if if China or Russia or countries that we're in conflict with and that, that want to take over the world, you know, are like, I mean, has this been the plot of a movie? Because I've never really watched a fiction movie about alien invasions, but I've got to assume that if we're looking at this from all angles, right, if we're looking at 
okay, China and Russia are putting money into studying aliens and you are not aliens, but UAPs. If they're doing that, so should we. But what I hear a tinge of there is if our enemies, I know China's not our enemy, but you know what I'm saying. And then more of an adversary. But if, if our enemies and adversaries are studying UAPs, we don't want them to make contact first, right? It's like a like we're fucked if the other countries make contact first. First of all, it'll just be an embarrassment to our intelligence committees and our scientists. And, you know, it's like the great space race, you know, when we were against the Soviet Union in the 60s, like who's going to get up there first? But is it like, what? I mean, I, I think honestly, when you're gaming out every scenario and you're in the government, do you have to think of things such as, if Russia gets to them first and they form an alliance, then it's the aliens and Russia against America. I'm sh- that's got to have been a movie already, right? Right. 